Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, June 29, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? A lot of stuff in bits and pieces. We're leading into a three slash three and a half day holiday weekend. The market's open for half a day on Monday. Fourth of July is on Tuesday. We're shutting it down from an inside the numbers and live room perspective on Monday. There's no reason to be here for half of a quiet day around the holiday. That's item number one. Item number two, and we talk about this quite frequently, the market has a tendency, not every time, but a lot of the time, to float up into a three-day holiday weekend, and that's basically what we have on our hands. The reason it's open half a day Monday is because 4th of July is on Tuesday, and the market cannot be shut for four days in a row. That's an NYSE rule. In the spirit of liquidity, once again, the big picture is the market made a top. We talked about it before it happened. Had to come back to run a test or at least get in the vicinity of home base. They did that. They came close to home base. They started bouncing away. It was an on-time situation. So nobody's surprised that they're continuing to bounce away from home base up into a three-day holiday weekend. If you are surprised, then you were listening to something else and you bought the story. Just from a shorter-term perspective, where are we in terms of price on the SPY? They've basically retraced about half the move from high to low, from the recent high, recent low, about halfway home. You got some white space here, a gap that needs to be filled, that'll likely be filled whether it's tomorrow or next week. That's going to mark an important place. Why is that? And you need to pay attention from this point forward. If you were daydreaming already, stop daydreaming, get out your sticky notes. Here comes some information you can use. Let's say they fill the gap or they can't get to the gap. Officially, it's at 439.46. So let's say they fill the gap, but they can't get above the gap and they start going back down. There is a potential for a lower high situation. High, lower high, and another move downward to fake everybody out who was immediately looking for new highs. Doesn't mean the rally's over. It means they could have a protracted or prolonged shakeout operation. That's one schematic. The second schematic is they actually start getting above 439.46, call it 439.50 for argument's sake. They begin to challenge the former highs. That opens up a different can of worms. What does all this mean? It means coming into July, we're looking for one thing. And I'm not saying it's going to happen July 5th. I'm just saying we're looking for something to happen in the month of July, maybe leaking into August. They're going to have, they meaning the market, is going to have, in my opinion, sitting here today, this is what I believe, I believe there's a 100 to 150 point move in the S&P coming in the month of July. The question is, up or down? And here's what we're going to use as a benchmark. Above 439.50, the odds favor up below 439.50, not ready just yet. There's an opportunity 
for a lower high. Doesn't mean the market's definitely going down, but there's an opportunity for a lower high. From a market symmetry perspective, let's just take a look at the downside for a minute. You have a move down, a move back up, and a symmetrical move down would put you in the vicinity of, let's just say, 426, 427, 425, in that neighborhood. And what is this? This is a breakout area, and below the recent low, this is the next breakout area in the sequence and it really doesn't disturb, take a look at the weekly chart, really doesn't disturb the weekly uptrend if they did that. It's just pulling back a little bit down to this zone here. So if you draw the same place on this chart, it's only over here. Still above all the moving averages one way or the other. This is normal garden variety market stuff. If they don't go down and they start closing above that gap, then we're going to start thinking about where was that phony shenanigans tail candle yesterday? It was above 453. Where's 453? It's up in this zone over here. That's where the shenanigans tail candle was. So we're looking at either here or here for July to reach on the downside or the upside. When they start to go, we'll have a better hint what's going on. Call this the preview. Zeroing in a little further in terms of the daily stuff, tomorrow's Friday, likely be a quiet day in the morning, and then it will get more quiet as the day goes on. As normal, we'll wrap things up after about two hours on Friday from an inside the number and live room perspective. Could they fill that gap tomorrow up at 439.46? Absolutely. Can they wait till next week? Can they miss it? Absolutely. We'll have a beat on it from an inside the number perspective. First thing in the morning, we'll have the numbers posted. We'll have the schematic outlined, just like today, just like every other day. Speaking of which, let's take a look at what happened inside the numbers today. Did traders inside the numbers in the live room make money today? You betcha. We had what's called a bonanza. Many, many traders in the live room made many, many thousands of dollars today. Let's take a look at what we had on the board at zero dark 30, and then we'll narrow it down from there. Talking about the big picture, you can read the notes, pause the video on your own. I'm going to highlight a few important things. 438 was our early bull pivot. Bull pivot meaning that's going to open the door for another leg higher to where? To the likes of 439.45. We just talked about that. 438 was overhead resistance. You'll see that again later, and that's what it proved to be. Also, by the way, was a target for long trades from this morning. Traders in the live room and inside the numbers can tell you all about that. We have 436.40, we have 435.90, and they'll narrow down from there. Let's scroll up, see what we have as the morning drifts on. And before the opening bell, we like to post, here's the setup. Today, it's where are they now? What's the scoop? Well, the thieves in the morning had already run a test of the bull pivot after the phony GDP data. That took one possible trade away early in the morning from a short perspective. Then they pulled back. So here's what we're looking at at present. 436 and likely a spike of it is the top end of an area for a bounce back in the other direction. There's a small zone down to 435.25, give or take. Much below, the door opens for other stuff. 438 is overhead resistance, is already shown this morning. So here's what we're looking at. 
436, it was actually 435.90. I said a spike of it. That was the number that the live room members were looking at all day long on the chart. 435.90 down to 435.35 was actually the number also. We think better in pictures, so let's get our faculties. Right of the vertical is today's activity. The first candle opened up right here, right on top of the zone. They went right into the zone. Traders in the live room inside the numbers bought them up right here based on the pre-market commentary. What happened next? They got the trade. Trade number one had a nice day the first five or ten minutes into the day. And you can see the importance of the number. Look at this retest right here. And there are no accidents or coincidences because the low in this candle is 435.91. One penny off the number and then they took off again. So what does that mean in real terms? Well, 9.15, it's still a support zone between a spike below 4.36 and 4.35.25 for a bounce back. Because they were opening right there, makes it a little tricky, but that doesn't change the numbers. Still should be a bull-bear battle in the zone. They start as a scalp with potential. Right away, as the market opens, above 4.36 is the bull case for another leg higher. And by 9.35, for those that bought the zone, the scalp portion is over. The rest is trader's choice. Now, here's the thing. We had some traders all around the horn that rode the thing up. They take a profit. They take the scalp. They put it in their pocket. And they ride the rest up for as much as they can get. They had their eye on the prize. What's the prize? Wasn't 438 a target? And here's what we talk about ad nauseum in the room. You have to exit before the target. You have to exit in front of a target as the market's rising. You don't want to find yourself chasing the market back down in the other direction, watching the profit you had a minute or two ago get sucked down because you got greedy and we're waiting for a few more pennies or a few more ticks on the trade. We exit in front of the profit. We let the What's called greedy pigs have the last few pennies of the trade and we want to sell into what's called strength in the market rather than chasing them back down in the other direction. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. It's all in here. Everything we talked about, all the numbers, the trade setups, the stops, where it's wrong, where the profit targets are, where resistance is, everything is in here. If you're interested then you'll actually do the thing. What's the thing? You'll stop the video, you'll read the notes, and you'll go back to the chart to double-check the work. What about stocks on the move? Quiet morning. We had Annalee, NLY, and Starwood, STWD. We'll take a look at those charts. NLY, Annalee Capital Mortgage getting a buzz cut at the opening bell. 1988 was the number. They come into it, they spike it, they turn around, and they creep back up in the other direction, providing the trade providing the base hit it's a twenty dollar stock you're not looking for two bucks if it happens fantastic but you're looking for the base hit the base hit in this case is 25 cents to a quarter How about starwood 1890 after its haircut at the open come into it spike it go back up in the other direction provide the base hit and we simply move on why because base hits put you in the hall of fame you pile them up you let the account compound you increase your position size over time. The same button you press with amount of shares today or amount of contracts or whatever you're trading is the same process you use as your account grows and you increase your account size. 
There's no extra work going on. Another follow-through for Camp IWM. The short trade in IWM is over. We had two profits. The trailer was stopped out today based on a closing price. And that's the ball game. This trade is over. The next trade is around the corner. Most traders got 60, 70, 80% on this trade anyway. Some got a whole lot more. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend until she tells you it's over. That 180 and change, 180, 118, that's no longer interesting. It's no longer resistance. They already did the thing. So we move on. What's the next place? You go to the weekly chart. 191.50, give or take. You got a big time breakdown candle high. That's going to be bona fide overhead resistance, depending on how they get there. We talked about this whole thing a long time ago, and they made an attempt up here. So the next time, are they up there again to bust through after getting rejected, or are they going to find overhead resistance with a punch through the former high in the old spike the high and pull it back down in the other direction routine? We don't know yet. But the fact that they were already up there, recocked the gun, they may just want to go higher. What about the folks down at the transportation department? We talk about this every night. They had a melt-up situation, canary in the coal mine. When you look at the weekly chart, you can see what's going on. They're in the vicinity of running a test of these highs here. Get above that. There's new stuff going on. That is going to be overhead resistance. But keep in mind, they're above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend until it's over. This is a big time, one week move. Doesn't mean you're going to have a same type of move next week. What it means is it's a big time, one week move. What about the Q people? Q people were down 47 cents today. Not a big deal one way or the other. That's probably an after hour quote. Might be plus or minus that a little bit. It doesn't really matter. They were flat on the day. They're riding the 20 period moving average. Until they come below these lows, and as long as they stay above the 20-period moving average, that's it. It's an uptrend. They're eating time off the clock. You defer to the weekly chart, and what's going on up here? Is anything wrong with what's going on up here? Are they just eating some time off the clock inside of the last breakup candle on the weekly chart? And the short answer is, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. If they get below that low, something different is happening. Until or unless that happens, that's what's happening. You take the market at face value, be the umpire calling balls and strikes. Finally, a decent move in the financials today, up about 1.6 or 7% today. Next order of business is to fill the gap over here. And if they can fill the gap and get above these moving averages, they're going to be in business back above the moving averages. What that'll do, and if they get above here, very simply, it opens the door to do what? To start creeping up near the higher end of the breakdown candle toward 35. What will that do? It starts to put them in the camp of a normal garden variety retracement, 34, 50 and change, 54, 55. This isn't exact. That's a 618. They spike it up to 35, breakdown candle. That is garden variety stuff. If they get above this high and they stay above that high, that would be the next target. Look what happened. Just look at this objectively. They made a low and they made a 50% retracement over here. They pulled back. They couldn't go any higher. They recocked the gun. They made a higher low here. Here's low. 
Here's a low. So what do they get? Low, higher low, higher low, higher low. You see what's going on here? If they want to get above this high, the reason is because they want to get at least two and above the 618 retracement. That's the way this stuff works. Smash mouth, down 21 cents today. Can't make a federal case out of that one way or the other. For now, as long as they stay above all the moving averages, namely the last one in the sequence, which is the 20 period moving average or home base, as long as they stay above, they're poised to continue, A, to challenge the former high above 155 and make new highs. Now, if the market's going to go up, leaning the S&P is going to go up 100 to 150 handles, somewhere in that neighborhood, the SMH is going up, the Qs are going up, the IWM's going up, everything's going up. That's the way the market works. It's all the same market. Conversely, if we're going to have the lower high situation and they're going to go down 100 handles, everything's going down. We have to wait for the market to give us the clues, give us the evidence. And by the way, if I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.